This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress. We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 86. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Tara Clays. And I'm Liam Dempsey. Today, we're joined by Evan Scheingross and Daniela Nelman. Evan has been creating websites since the last century. Daniela has a 14-year background in higher education. Together, they're now trying to grow Evan's business into something that can sustainably support their family of four. Hi, Evan. Hi, Daniela. Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome. So glad that you're here today. Um, Can you tell us a little bit more about yourselves? Sure. Um, I guess I will go first. I am Evan, and I've been making websites since like the dinosaur days of the late (laughs) 90s and um, working professionally, running my own business, doing so uh, for over 10 years now. Hi, I'm Daniela. Um, so I, um, I, I'm Evan's wife. I guess we could put that out there. That, oh, sure, that's yeah, helpful. I'm Evan's wife. Um, <laughs> and so in the, the WordPress community and the um, kind of web development community is pretty new for me. I've always watched Evan. Um, I've been in the background watching Evan you know, run his business and build websites for over 10 years. Um, but I actually had a separate career in higher education, working in student affairs at a local university for... Um, for, yeah, almost 14 years, I guess. Wow, that makes me feel kind of old. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, um, I left my position and we decided to give it a go and really see what we could do together, working towards one goal and growing Evan's business. Can you tell us um, a little bit more about that decision and how you how long it took you to come to it and uh, what was involved and, and sort of more about your plans, what role you're going to be playing in this new venture, Daniela? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we actually... In some ways, I would say we've always thought about doing this probably since um, Evan actually went 100% out on his own. So he had worked for um, some companies in the early days, but then I think starting in 2009, he was um, doing his own business completely. And so we'd always thrown around like, oh, wouldn't it be great if we worked together? Like, I think we'd be a good team, you know, like we're, we're doing, we're kind of doing it in other ways in life pretty well. So maybe we could bring that to a business. Um, but it really like financially did not make sense. And I was, you know, I had a career that I really enjoyed. Um, but I would say in 2015 was the first time we really thought hard about doing this and actually sat down and looked at the numbers and started talking about strategy. Um, That was probably when our first son was about six months old and we were starting to feel those effects of being first-time parents and juggling me being back to work and kind of the chaos that goes along Mm -hmm. with having a small child. Um, But after looking at the numbers and really thinking it through, we said, no, this isn't a good time for us. So we kind of kept talking about it every now and then, but I stayed at my position. And then our second son was born um, in November of 2017. And I would say that for us was, um, was a big shift. It was like, we had, we were managing with one and then we brought a second one in and it was like, what did we do to our lives? Um, and he's, and the funny thing is well, he's the I mean, easy one, right? Yeah. He's, well, we, we know what we did. He's yeah. wonderful, but you know, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he may listen to this in future years. Good cover. Good cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he really is the, the easier one too, but, but it just became a lot to balance too. And once I went back to work when he was about four months old, 
um, like we just felt like we were like, like could not keep our heads above water. Like it was, you know, it was just the runaround of, okay, this kid goes to daycare, this kid goes to preschool. Um, you know, anything we tried to do kind of outside of our normal schedule was just a push and a pull. Um, Evan felt like he wasn't getting any work done because I had to be out of the house every day at my job. And between working eight hours in a commute and picking up and dropping off a kid at preschool, that was like 10 hours a day, pretty much, you know, almost 10 hours a day. And then anytime I needed to work late or do something or had to go in early, Evan had to flex his schedule because he was the flexible schedule. So after doing this for about six months, we said, this is insanity. No one's happy. Um, I felt like I was being a not great parent, like just really frustrated all the time. Um, didn't have good quality time with my kids, was missing them a lot. Um, and so we said there has to be a better way. And we really started to, you know, kind of put the wheels in motion to make this happen. That's really interesting that you um, took really a couple of years to come to this and, but you finally just pulled the plug. And what is the, tell us more about this business that you're starting. Well, uh, so, well, the business, um, it has a new business name, uh, it's called Minimal Chaos, and it really, uh, it's a reflective of our personal lives. And funny enough, it didn't occur to me to, to use this as our actual business name until da- Daniela um, said, hey, let, like, let's think of the obvious, like we make websites less chaotic too. But um, as, far, as far as the, the business itself, we make websites for other small businesses, entrepreneurs, nonprofit <clears throat> organizations. Uh, with a real focus on communication and messaging, because for too many years when I was doing this on my own, I was neglecting that portion of my projects, uh, and the websites were being launched without very good content, and I knew when I put them out there that I was doing my clients a, a disservice because I could have or should have helped them more, but maybe I didn't feel able or I wasn't experienced enough. And um, over the last probably one to two years, I've really made that a much stronger focus in my work. And with Daniela, who brings in, you know, a wealth of written communication, like management, talking skills, um, <laughs> the, the works, um, I knew that we could really play up that angle. So we're, you know, we work with people who value effective communication on the web. Where are you located? Um, we are in San Diego, California, uh, more specifically in La Mesa, which um, oddly enough is where I grew up and we live. <laughs> Our house is like less than a mile away from my high school. And I'm like strangely cool with it because <laughs> the, the truth is like, um, and I'm not bragging, but maybe I am like a little bit here. But uh, when you live in San Diego, nobody really leaves. Like all my friends are still here. And for good reason, like, um, if you know, no, nobody could afford to live by the beach. We did that back in our, um, in our younger days, we rented an apartment, but, um, you know, all my friends, they've like had, you know, found houses and places to live somewhere within the County. Um, and I don't get to see them as often as I want because everybody like has kids now, but, um, it's good to have like a group of, of kind of natives here that, um, I see and associate with, and it's kind of like my crew. I think the weather there is amazing. I've I've been there once, but I know it is probably nobody leaves because isn't it ideal weather? 
It's absolutely ideal weather. And I think the truth is once you've lived here, it's really hard to live somewhere else. So I think for Evan, it's like, he's thought about leaving several times and then it's like, but why, like, why, why would I, why would I go? Like there has to be a really compelling reason. And so far there hasn't been. Where are you from, Daniela? Um, so I am from, um, you know, I like to say Southern California. So I was born in Los Angeles, um, kind of grew up in Orange County and then came down to San Diego for college. And that was 18 years ago and I haven't left. So um, I kind of got sucked into to the San Diego vibe down here. And then of course, Evan wasn't going to go anywhere. So if I wanted to hang out with Evan, I had to stick around too. Yeah. And I, um, I think it should be noted for all the listeners, uh, an important piece of this puzzle or story I don't think we covered was that we, we met that first year in college. Oh, okay. um, so we've, we've actually, and we were friends all throughout college and, and we didn't get together as a couple until after that. But we basically have like 18 years of friendship slash, you know, partners together. Yeah. Um, and that kind of strong relationship is, is really what propelled us into this decision as well. Yeah. Um, I feel, yeah, like people should probably well, know that. Right? And I think there's, you know, if we're going to go personal here, there's one other piece missing, which is that actually, you know, it, in between, okay, we're friends, and but we're not dating. We were actually roommates for three years. Well, house, housemates, housemates, we didn't housemates. share a room. <laughs> um, but I always said that Evan Thank you was, for clarifying for the yeah, parents that are listening. <laughs> um, but he was, he was the best, you know, housemate that I've ever had. So it, and I think we worked really well as a team, even back then. Um, I feel like we were always the ones who, you know, took, took, um, control over cleaning the house and making sure that things were running effectively. So we were, we were definitely the responsible people in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and we kind of ran that ship together. So like mm-hmm. in some ways that was like our first job together, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So we've had a couple of other couples on before and it does, it does, um, I don't want to say impress me that I don't, that's not the right word, but I, I am sort of fascinated by the idea of couples living and working together. Speaking personally, my husband and I do almost nothing together. (laughs) I mean, I can't imagine we, we divide and conquer. We don't, we don't work together. So it sounds like you guys have, have a history of that, but I wonder if, translating that into business thinking and all of the stuff that you have to do for business when up until now, all of your partnerships have been sort of related to household management, how that transitions going for you and, and your schedule and work, are you working out of your home? I assume mm-hmm, we are. Yeah, so all of those adjustments, um, tell us a little bit about how that's going. You've got big smiles on your faces. Well, and I, I can tell well, you. I'm, I'm actually laughing because um, you just used a term that we talk about a lot that we, I think we both think we need to do more of, which is the divide and conquer. Um, I think, you know, we, because we do work well as a team and we, you know, I, I like to joke that we actually enjoy each other's company. Um, we tend to not divide and conquer so much. And that was fine when our livelihood didn't fully depend on it. So it was, I think in our past lives, you know, we didn't get that much time together during the week. So if we had an opportunity to do something together, it was nice. And we would take that opportunity or on the weekends, it was like, well, you know, you could go to the store and I could go do this, but we could just do it together because that that's nice. We get to spend time together. Um, but now that we are spending a lot more time together, we actually need to learn how to divide and conquer better and realize that we can do things separately um, because this isn't like a one-time shot. Like this is every day now. 
Yeah. And, and to add to that, I would say like, you, you asked, how's it going? Um, not as well as it could be because I am learning how to be like, I've never had to delegate before my business was just me. I, I never, like, I'm, I'm sort of trying to be a boss with no formal training yeah. and um no. yeah da- yeah Danielle's like she was like yeah no um <laughs> yeah I mean do you that. have like a formal review an employee review and all of that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah. well I think during my first week I was like so how are you gonna onboard me and he was like uh I don't know how I'm gonna onboard you <laughs> like so we're we're definitely you know figuring it out and I think one of the challenges too is that you know I've been closely tied to the business for so long um, you know, I'm, I'm Evan's website reviewer. I'm the person who gives him feedback on, you know, how, you know, a new proposal or a new contract or, a you know, if he had a maybe not great phone call with a prospective client, like I debrief that with him. So I know a lot, but what I'm realizing is that I don't really know enough. I don't know as much as I thought I knew, I guess, or I don't know enough to just sit down and get going. I mean, there's still so much for me to learn. So we're trying to balance that piece. Um, And then the other challenge too, is that I'm only um, part-time. So currently, at least for now, I'm three days a week with Evan. And then I actually have our kids um, full-time with me two days a week. And so we're finding too that I just don't have a lot of time during the week either. So that's been a challenge, I think. Yeah. I mean, to start, like we, we had to be realistic with the business plan to start and, um, with uh with Daniela going in full time to start and having the kids in school and daycare full time um like it was financially we we, it just wasn't gonna work so we were gonna have to change something so um so the kids are in school less Daniela is working I mean we're shooting for I don't know like 20 ish hours a week um and we're gonna see how it goes like we're in this early phase where we're, we're really taking it month by month. Um, we, we made this, you know, decision probably in October, November, Daniela officially left her job in early, mid December. And now here we are like the end of January. So, um, it hasn't been that long. And, uh, we, we, in our minds, it wasn't really even like official work time until the start of this year. Like Daniela quit her job. Um, and we had a week or two enrolled right into the holidays and that's when kids are home from school and you see family sure. kind of crazy anyway. So, um, you know, it's like, we're kind of in the, in the early struggles of like getting all the wheels spinning and mm-hmm. kind of working out the kinks. And it's, um, it's like, it's exciting because I see so much opportunity and it's like super scary and frustrating because I realize how much work is still in front of us too. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting as you two start your, your business life together here, I want to ask you about your definition or your definitions of success and maybe you can share those and whether you have a single definition or you have individual definitions, I'd I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you define success. Okay. You can start. Daniela's looking at me. So, um, so I mean, for, for me, like this, this year, what we're doing, this is really kind of the real, this is the ultimate test of success To, to me if we can make what we're working towards work and, and make it sustainable and bring in, you know, enough revenue to support our family doing what we do, running our business, working together, um, and, and live comfortably doing so I, to me, like that would feel very successful. 
and um, we're we're not expecting to to have that happen like right away in month like one, two, or three. But um, hopefully within like year one, we're gonna we're gonna be at a place where we say, hey, we're doing it, and and that's gonna feel awesome if we could get there, or maybe more positively when we get there. Yeah. Nice, nice. When we get there. And how about yeah. you, Daniela? You know, I would agree with all of that. I think just, you know, if we can come out on at the end of this year and and if we can say like, hey, this is working and we can go a second year and we haven't completely drained our savings account and I don't have to start looking for a new job, then I, I think that is success. Um, but the thing I would add to what Evan said is our our quality of life, I think, in the home, like our family quality of life. Um, that was a big motivator behind making this change. Um, I don't think, I don't really think we would have made it had we felt like, you know, every day we were coming home and feeling, you know, pretty happy and balanced. And if we felt like we were getting good family time and, you know, I think that was really lacking for us. And we saw the effects it was taking on us and taking on our kids. And so um, in some ways, I feel like even if the business piece of this doesn't work out for us, at least we've tried it and at least we've had um, a year to really focus on the things that are most important to us. And, and that to me is, you know, if we can kind of get our family life back to a place where we're all just a little bit happier and healthier and more balanced um, and feeling better, that's, that is a success right there. Yeah. I, I like that, that priority of not work and not overly attaching success to professional endeavors, whether it's joining your husband and trying to grow that business or even building a career. It's, it strikes me as a very healthy perspective to make individual and family happiness the priority. And to some extent, how that happens, well, let's try this for a while. Let's try that for a while. Let's try something else for a while, but make the goal, make the success, mm -hmm. uh, the personal family joy. I like that a lot. Thanks. <laughs> you've, you've talked about, um, you know, some of the, the um, steps that you're taking and, and why you've made this decision um, and, and maybe some of the challenges that led to that decision. What would you say are the biggest challenges, not the obvious ones of a startup business, but the biggest challenge of this change that you're making, that you're facing? Um, the biggest challenge in this change, I think, is... Um, for, for me, uh, learning how to operate my business differently mm -hmm. um, and, and learning how to account for another individual involved. Um, when it was just me, I, like, I, I had everything in my brain and I didn't have to write it down or delegate or make it known and I could like jump from task to task because I knew what I was doing. But um, now I can't, that doesn't really fly anymore. So that's kind of, it's kind of, I knew it was coming, but that's a rude awakening. That's, that's a big challenge and a change for somebody who's like a creature of habit and has been sort of doing the same thing for 10 plus years because it was working well enough. So why, you know, why like change it? Um, any other big challenges? I mean, Daniela? I think for me, the biggest thing right now is um, kind of my professional identity and like, you know, who am I right now? Because I, I'm coming from a place where like I was, you know, I don't want to say I was an expert in my field. That's probably too strong. But like, you know, successful and accomplished in the work I was doing, knew what I was doing, really understood my job um, and gained a lot of, you know, satisfaction and feeling of accomplishment from that. And now coming into this new role, um, I 
kind of don't really know what I'm doing half the time. And and that's humbling and it's a new experience. And, you know, I, I'm questioning kind of everything that I say to Evan and everything that I do. And then, you know, kind of feeling like, am I doing this right? Am I doing the right thing? So, and then I, I think on top of it, knowing that I'm not full-time and so much of kind of my weekday experience is also being a full-time mom for my two boys, like that's very new too. So I'm balancing kind of two new identities um, for myself that really weren't in the forefront, you know, before this year. And I just, yeah. I just want to add to that. Go for it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing half the time <laughs> for, for the record. Um, so that, so together, I guess that's a hundred percent of the time. Right. right. Geez, Great. Well, you <laughs> know, for success. hire us to make your website. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I love that candor, right? Um, that, that's, uh, life is one big busk and uh, we all just kind of busk it and try to convince people we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Daniela, I'm, I'm interested to know what your role and responsibility is within within the company. What, what, what assets and, and work are you leading on uh, given your professional background and skill set? Yeah, I know. It's a great question. And I thought about answering that with, well, yeah, I'd like to know too, but um, <laughs> we, we have talked no, we, about we this. have, we have, we didn't go into this completely blind. Um, so the things that we've talked about for me, I think for starters is really just helping Evan get a handle on all the things he hates about his work, which is the administrative stuff. So the stuff that really takes a lot of his time, um, but he's not necessarily getting paid to do it and he doesn't enjoy doing it. And he also probably, as we've learned, doesn't have the best methods for doing some of it. So my role is to really kind of come in and um, take some of that off his plate, but also hopefully streamline some of the processes that he's created, um, make them better, make them more efficient so that, you know, we're starting to really develop something um, that's sustainable, um, in ter- you know, in terms of business processes um, so that he's not, you know, rewriting the same email 12 times and he can just go to his template folder and pull it out. Um, which you were doing before. Sorry, that was a bad example, but thank you. Yeah. But (laughs) you do a few things, right? Yes. Um, and then I think beyond that, um, you know, as we're moving towards, um, this place of really wanting to work on content and messaging and, you know, supporting clients in that way, um, I'm hopeful to be doing a lot of content writing and a lot of editing and working on messaging with clients. It is new for me, but I've done so much. I feel like so much of my old job was communication and it was writing and it wasn't necessarily writing for the web, but I think it's going to be a pretty smooth transition for me. And again, just having that background of knowing Evan's work and knowing his clients pretty well. um, I think I'll be able to transition into that. Um, and then ultimately project management, like really keeping things moving. Um, I think one of the things that I've seen as an outsider is that a lot of Evan's projects get hung up um, kind of in that we're almost ready to launch, but phase. But. And so how can we keep things moving forward? And how can I support that by just having that time to send an extra email, give a call to a client, um, help kind of lay out, you know, the groundwork for here's our, here's what we hope to accomplish with this project. And here's, you know, the timeline we hope to accomplish it in. Sounds like you, you, your job description is ever expanding. That's a lot of stuff to take on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. It's, you're ambitious. That's good. Uh, 
I'd like to ask you guys about advice and what, um, if you think about advice that you've received, each of you, that has made a difference for you and that you take to heart and, and implement in your life, whether it's personal, your personal life, professional life, both. You could talk about that a little bit, your advice. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, sure, yeah. So um, one, uh, one really good piece of advice has it actually came from Daniela and she told this to me many years ago now, but I still keep it in the back of my mind. Uh, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but essentially she said, your, your client's failure to plan or yeah, yeah, yeah your mm-hmm. client's failure to plan is not your emergency, you know? So like when, um, and, and this, you know, this happens all the time in our world, somebody comes to you, the urgent request, something's on fire, you know, my inclination, because I'm a, I'm a nice, uh, very giving person, my inclination is to want to help them and, and drop what I'm doing and say, hey, I, I, could, I could do this. But the truth is, if you're running a business, their failure to plan is not my emergency. And I, I often have to remind myself of that and, and talk to them diplomatically and matter-of-factly and say, hey, like, this is how it's going to go, you know? Um, so that was really good advice that I'm sure has saved my 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 sanity multiple times. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what about yeah. Um, so before I left my, I guess before I left my job, um, but I guess before we had made the decision even for me to leave my job, my former supervisor had said to me um, during a really good conversation, she had said, you know, um, your tendency towards perfectionism, um, it can stand in the way of being successful, of you being successful. Um, and I really took that to heart because it's absolutely true. I think, um, you know, I have a tendency to want it all to be perfect and organized and beautiful and, you know, to, to not show anybody until it looks that way. And I think, um, especially in this current world that we're living in, in our current lives, um, that's just not possible. Like nothing can be perfect right now. It just has to be good enough a lot of times. And that's a really hard thing for me because I want to always do my best and put my best work out there. But sometimes, you know, especially I think when you're trying to get something off the ground, you just kind of have to go for it and then, you know, adjust on the fly and adjust as you go along. And I think we're both learning that and starting to do that more. Yeah. And that's a learning process. And so it's learning to trust what is good enough Mm-hmm. That you know doesn't turn around and bite you or slap you or anything like that. So that's a that's definitely a learning curve there. Yeah, I say often to clients, especially that don't let perfect be the enemy of the good, because you have clients who sometimes won't they won't pull the trigger because they are trying to fine tune every single word on their website. And you have to say, you know, if you if you're waiting for perfect, you're never going to have a website or much of anything else. So I think that is good advice to rein in the perfectionism now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Daniela, earlier in the conversation, you mentioned how all things WordPress and WordPress community are new to you. Would you and Evan talk about your involvement and engagement with your local WordPress community? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, okay. She's you looking should, at yeah, me, should, so I'll well, start. You should uh, start. Well, can I note that I'm drinking my coffee out of a WordCamp Orange County mug right now? You are <laughs> duly noted. Duly noted. <laughs> I, I get. Yeah. Like I, I. I guess I have some product placement as well. My 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 give wp.com mug from um, the local local guys here. Give who make an awesome plugin. 
I guess they, they they're cool guys. They get a shout out. I like all of them. I like them too. They're good um, people. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So my um, my involvement in the WordPress community here is. Let me be the first to say it's not as active as I'd like it to be because um, I, I don't, especially since having kids, I don't really have the time and I haven't made the time to get out in that community as much as I'd like. But I will say my track record of attendance at WordCamp San Diego is perfect, meaning that I've been to every single one. Um, and I've spoken, I think, at three of them. And um, we do have a, um, a local AWP meetup here that I try to go to, but realistically, I show up like maybe twice a year uh, just because of life and it's at night and it's tough with kids, you know. Um, sure. But, um, but I, you know, I really value um, the kind of the, the spirit of the community and, and the people involved in it and how it's so, you know, open and accepting and uh and progressive and and it, it it values shit freely sharing knowledge those are the things that that you know turn me on to it to um to begin with mm-hmm. what, what you're smiling no, I, danielle is like looking at me with this I'm weird sorry. smile no i'm just I, oh. i'm listening to oh, you're you. listening okay um well, and for myself, like I said, the WordPress community is very new. But um, back, I think, in 2016, when we were contemplating um, me joining Evan's business, the first, like the first round, or maybe the second round, I'm not sure. I did attend um, WordCamp San Diego, like a dinner with Evan. So I've like I've dabbled a little bit, but I'm sure that's going to change a lot um, this year as as we move forward. Yeah, yeah. WordCamps are they are pretty uh impactful for people as they start working in this space so i'm sure that will be the same for you Mm -hmm. and you guys will be you know a couple there are there are some notable couples in the wordpress space so you can be like one of those wordpress couples there aren't that many so that's pretty cool right yeah (laughs) i think we're not so notable now but but goals something to aspire to exactly Yeah. (laughs) yeah awesome well i look forward to 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 following you guys we are out of time for today but it's been so lovely getting to know you and hearing about what you're doing and seeing how well you work together and share the podcast microphone together so thanks for joining us today where can people find you online we are online at minimalchaosweb.com and we are actually blogging about this big transition in our lives from um, daniela's work to you know working together at minimalchaos.blog awesome excellent thank you so both so much for joining us here it's thank been an absolute you. pleasure chatting with you and getting to know you getting to know you a little bit thanks and, bye-bye yeah, like likewise thank, thank you. you bye bye thanks for listening to the show we sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did if you like what we're doing here meeting new people in our wordpress community we invite you to tell others about it we're on itunes and at hallwaychats.com better yet ask your wordpress friends and colleagues to join us on the show Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.